Hello and welcome to Radio Clash Revival. Revival with your co-hosts, Clea, that's me. And Jamie can't sing like Clea. Not sure why I started singing, but here we are. It's a podcast about song and word. And here you are, loyal listeners. Thank you for joining us. Yes, thank you. So much. I hope that when you're listening to this, you don't have coronavirus. I hope that when you and I, Jamie, are listening to this, we also don't have coronavirus. I hope that too. I don't think there's any cases in Colorado yet, so. Good. Probably, we're probably going to be totally fine. Definitely, obviously. Yeah. Nothing's ever going to happen in Colorado. Right. You are safe. (laughs) Safe as houses. Yep. Well, one thing that can't get infected is music. That's a great point. Always pure. Yeah. What song did you bring to start our show? Ah, well, my first song for us today is by an amazing Toronto-based artist, bringing the CanCon to y'all uh, radio class nice. revival listeners. This is Charlotte Cornfield with a song called June, which is the first track of her brand new album, which she is currently touring. So if you have the chance to go see her, I urge you to do so. I will be doing so here in Montreal at the end of March. Tickets still available. Cafe Campus. I think it's going to be a great show. Not Cafe Campus. Uh, Casa Del Popolo is where she's playing. So again, (laughs) this is Charlotte Cornfield from Toronto uh, with the song called June off her latest album, possibly debut album, The Shape of Your Name released in 2019 but here we are in 2020 listening to it like modern people voila Dandelions and they're screaming Who you calling weed 
And here on Radio Clash Revival, that was Charlotte Cornfield from Toronto with her beautiful song, June, off her very recent 2019 album that y'all should go out and listen to because it's beautiful. It's called The Shape of Your Name. And look for her concert listings if you are in the mood for more of that. Also, if you're hearing some weird bass noises behind me, that's because my husband's listening to black metal really loud downstairs because he missed it. (laughs) And the <laughs> podcast. What a good husband he is. He is. Yeah. Well, I thought that was a lovely song. Is her tour only in Canada? It is Do you not. know? It is uh, multinational, uh, meaning she's also going to be in the States. Ooh. Uh, I will have to look that up. Yes, I do too and maybe i'm doing that right now to tell you about it but what while i while i look things up for you and our listeners mm-hmm. what is next uh, on your docket well i wanted to make a a quick concert announcement which is that an artist we heard on the last episode mm-hmm. vagabond yes. is going to be in denver at lost lake lounge on may 8th beautiful and i will also be there so, oh my god, yep. If I anyone is in the Denver area on May 8th, Lost Lake Lounge is a great venue, it's extremely dive bar-y. I used to live across the street, so come out and enjoy that. <laughs> that sounds perfect. I would love to come yeah. out and enjoy that if I didn't also have to buy a $700 plane ticket on top of that. I know we gotta like. Can't coronavirus work for us in terms of lowering <laughs> these flight prices? Good question. Um, an update on Charlotte Cornfield. Yes, she is crossing back and forth across our the, the longest unprotected uh, border <laughs> in the land and the planet on the planet. Uh, but she's Beautiful. not going to Denver, unfortunately. She's going to uh, 
I don't know. You want to go to Seattle or Portland or San Fran? LA? I mean, no. I know people in those cities, but I don't really want to go there. No. <laughs> Me neither. So, Is she going sure. anywhere in the middle? Is she like just going Chicago and then hopping on over? Uh, the middle that she's going is like Toronto. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, American dates are Burlington, Troy. What? Austin, Brooklyn, Greenfield, Mass. And then Seattle, Portland, San Fran, LA. There are large cities full of music lovers in between those places. I'll let her know. Thank you. Please tell her that when you see her. I will. Okay. So what's your song? Uh, my first song that I have for us is by a London-based artist. Her name is... Uh, it has an umlaut in it. Nilufair? Nilufair? Yanya? N-I-L-U with umlaut. F-E-R. Yanya. And the song is called Heavyweight Champion of the Year. Beauty. I really like it. It also reminds me and Pitchfork's reviewer of Karen O, who is one of my absolute favorites. So, for sure. Yeah. Here we go with Heavyweight Champion of the World by Nilou Fair Yanya.
So that was Nilufer Yanya with Heavyweight Champion of the World. I love that. Beautiful. Thank you. I didn't make it, but you know. <laughs> Always been a pleasure to hear new music chosen by you, Jamie. It's it's the reason for the season of this podcast, and uh, just such a delight. Yes, I feel the same way about you. Aww. Yeah, Aww. that's how I keep up with Canadian music. <laughs> <laughs> well, here for a change is me playing some British music. Hey. Um, um, so I have as my song too, uh, <laughs> also British music, <laughs> who I have loved since the nineties and is amazing. And again, live music note, if ever he is in your town, go see him. Cause that is a great show. Uh, and he's on tour, um, coming up in this beautiful springtime. He is just launching a new EP called 2020, so 20 comma 20, mm. uh, three lo lovely songs on it. Uh, and the first track off this is called Lonely Dancer, which his own website describes as a wearied yet beautiful down-tempo number with the Berlin-based Annika. So I think it needs no further introduction other than for me to say here is Tricky from the UK, not Canada, <laughs> with The Lonely Dancer. Enjoy.
Whew. So with a quick ending there, that was Tricky with his brand new single off his forthcoming 2020 EP, Lonely Dancer, featuring, I forget what the adjective was exactly, uh, but vocalist Monica. <laughs> that was lovely. I'm glad you like. I was just like gently grooving. Same. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the gentle groove Tricky will bring you into. He's he's all about mesmerizing you into mm -hmm. a beautiful transfiction. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I think that that flows pretty nicely into the same beat as the song I'm about to play. I love a same beat synergy on Radio Clash Revival. Tell me more. Uh, this song is by King Princess, who is from Brooklyn, and I just learned is 21 years old. Oh, God. Yep. And uh, I also was you walking could past... Be their moms. What? You could be their moms in a, like, uh, yeah. pretty acceptable socially way. Yep. Oh, there's my dog having opinions. Um, yeah, exactly. We, we could be her mother. But... Um, I was also walking by H&M yesterday and I saw her album in the window of H&M. So apparently what? she's making it big. They, they have albums in H&M? Oh my God. Oh, they, sorry, not H&M. My bad. In Urban Outfitters uh, who sell that whole like hipster lifestyle. Right. So they have select vinyl records and right. like okay. yeah okay yep. i still find this weird but i was aware of that fact yeah cool sorry okay. those those two stories somewhat blend together in my head um anyway her name is king princess she's 21 she's from brooklyn and i just want to apologize to any parents who are listening to this right now the name of the song is called pussy is god and it is a lesbian love song it's actually very sweet Aww. So, this is King Princess with Pussy is God. Your pussy is God and I love it. Gonna kiss me real hard, make me want it. I think star signs mean nothing. But I know you feel right, so I'm coming. Get tired when you get So cute when you get high 
Your pussy has got and I'm falling Well, I'm the same way when we're talking I've never been played in a good match But I win when I hear sex That was Pussy is God by King Princess, which I think is a lovely lesbian love song. And also, I just learned, was co-written by her girlfriend, who also works for Lizzo. What? Yep. Wow. Her girlfriend is named Amandla Stenberg, and she is one of Lizzo's, like, musical coordinators. That's amazing. Yep. What a cool job. What a yeah. cool power couple that must be. Yeah, seriously. Love that. <laughs> the whole way. Excellent. Beauty, beauty song. I think it's book chat time. Oh my god. Book chat time already. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm ready with a book that I have actually actively been reading. I have not finished because it, it is sorry. Because it is long, um, <laughs> and in in my uh, non in my paternal language, let us say. Okay. So, yeah. So I'm reading a book be, uh, called Le Plongeur mm-hmm. by Stéphane Larue. Uh, it was published in 2017 in French in Quebec, mm-hmm. and, it's and it just came out in uh, I guess end of 2019 early 2020, uh, in English, called The Dishwasher, um, translated by Pablo Strauss uh, and published by Biblioasis, which sidebar is uh, this publishing company founded by a guy who was in undergrad with my husband as like a creative writing student, and now he's running this amazing publishing company. In oh, wow. Publishing super cool books and winning awards and stuff. That's so awesome. The, so the... English translation of this book is now on the long list for Canada Reads, which is this cool CBC thing where people bring forth their favorite books that have been published lately and they talk about the books and people are into it and it's really cool. And it's not like 
a really co- competition-y competition, but it's really nice in a Canadian way. And every- <laughs> I should just get the long list or the short list or any list of Canada reads and read that list. And I never do. Uh, but this year I was like, that sounds really cool that this translated book is on the list. And I thought I can read it in its original form because I'm capable of doing so. So I rarely read novels in French. Um, and I'm doing that now when it feels really fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also because this book is really fun. It's set in t- 2002. In Montreal, uh, and it centers around this unnamed main character who is a gambling addict and like maybe 18 or 19 years old. And he's like just kind of finding his way in life. And he gets a job as a dishwasher in a fancy restaurant. And it's about his trials and tribulations and relations. And it's just really a fun read. And I'm sure the English version is just as good as the French. I would actually like to read it too, because I would love to see how it's adapted. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, it's, it's called Le Plongeur in French. It's by Stéphane Larue. La and in English, it is called The Dishwasher. Uh, <laughs> still by Stéphane Larue, translated by Pablo Strauss. And just check it out. It's great. It'll remind you of the early 2000s. Uh, it's, it will remind you of winter. Um, and as a local newspaper reviews it here, they say it's like Dostoevsky meets Anthony Bourdain. Interesting. I think kind of accurate. It's, yeah, it's like Kitchen Confidential on a different scale. <laughs> Very interesting. It's Is a it lot of fun. like, so it's not comedic? It's, no, it's not comedic. Um, it's kind of like, it's more confessional, I would say. Okay. But it's light and fun, but also real. Mm. And very readable and relatable. And I, and I guess semi-autobiographical as well. Like this guy himself lived through similar work experiences. Mm-hmm. And, and he's now writing about them. But, but it, is a, it is a fictional account of his time in the, in the restaurant world of Montreal. What kind of restaurant does he work at? Uh, fancy Italian, from what I can understand. Like the okay. focaccia with duck confit. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That sounds really fun. It is really fun. It makes me hungry constantly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be a problem. What is your book? Oh, everything makes me hungry constantly also. So far. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, what are that's your, relatable. Um. I, I have two different books that I could talk about because one is very serious and one is the opposite of serious. Okay. Um, the first one, the serious one, is called A Colony in a Nation by Chris Hayes. Mm-hmm. And it is, I don't know what the, the term for it would be. You know, like a pop science book takes a lot of like difficult academic science concepts and condenses them for the moder- the like average reader. Mm-hmm. This is like that, but for kind of like sociology and criminal justice. Hmm. And it talks a lot about how America loves to put African American people in prison. Yeah. So yeah. It's like wow. it's a very depressing and anger inducing read. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also like 
I've read some of the like books that the book is based on, which are more academic, and it's a great introduction to those issues. And even though I'd already read some of the more like high level books, it was still teaching me things and very readable. So awesome. yeah, a colony and a nation by Chris Hayes. If you want to read about just one of the many ways that uh, America uses its power in a fucked up way <laughs> to reinforce inequality. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other book I'm reading is called lost stars by Claudia gray. Okay. And when I was a teenager, I used to read a lot of the Star Wars novels, Ooh. and they were really bad, <laughs> but I read them a lot. Okay. Um, and then, uh, you know, I grew up and was like, those were very bad, and I did not return to them. And then with the, the latest Star Wars, like Disney Star Wars, a lot of new books have come out, and people I know and people I respect online kept saying like this author, Claudia Gray is great. Like this book isn't just like a star Wars book. It's legitimately a great sci-fi book. Hmm. So I'm about halfway through. It is about two people who are trying to become Imperial officers, but are also good people and are also in love with each other. So it is, uh, it's very readable. And it's mm-hmm. pretty fun. So that's my non-serious recommendation. <laughs> Lost Stars. <laughs> what? Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Lost Stars oh. by Claudia Gray. Yes, exactly. I love these two signs, sides of the book chat coin. You are yes. <laughs> delightful. And, well, I mean, not maybe the first one. Delightful is not the right word, but like very good reads in very different ways. So. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I read a lot of nonfiction books, and sometimes I'll get, like, pretty bogged down in them, and then I'll go read some really, like, just fun sci-fi novel and be like, oh, right, this is why I love reading. It doesn't always have to be, like, soul-destroying and difficult to get through. It can also be, like, I can't put this book down, and I'm having a good time with it, so. A very good approach, I approve, wholeheartedly. (laughs) So, shall we return to musics? Yeah, I think so. All right. What is your next song? My next song is by a band called Ulver that I've played on this show before. Mm-hmm. They are a Norwegian, originally um, black metal band, but they sort of evolved into this beautiful synth poppy, dark beats <laughs> thing. I love dark beats. I know, right? So this is uh, a song called Russian Doll off their uh, 2019 album, which uh, name escapes me that I will find for you after the song goes. Um, But again, it's like, you know, just just think of a black metal past influencing (laughs) a dark beats present and dance to it and have a good time while listening. So this is Oliver from Norway with their relatively new tune, Russian Doll, here on Radio Clash Revival.
So that was Oliver with their brand new song, Russian Doll. Um, that is not actually from an album, but probably maybe from an album that might come out soon, but just a one-off for the moment. Um, I urge you all Radio Clash Revival listeners to go out and watch the video, which is super cool and features uh, a choreographer and dancer, Anya Rybikaz, who um, dances to the song throughout the city, wherever she is, and does cool stuff. And it's a lot of fun. So, um, again, Russian Doll by Oliver, uh, which I'm seeing described as very much in the Depeche Mode-ish gothy synth pop realm. So, I would call that dark beat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love dark beats. Thank you for introducing me to dark beats. Pleasure. And we should really thank my husband, Ryan, for bringing this whole darkness to um to the to the podcast because i would not know of oliver were it not for him Mm -hmm. yeah i agree i feel like the vast majority of dark music that i have heard has been a result of you and rye so (laughs) we bring the darkness yes and yet are so lovely in real life also a great band the darkness uh, I should play them. <laughs> are they great? Uh, yes, they have they that one song. Go see them live and report back. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm not judging them as well as I should be. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, I have a, a very different type of song. Great. Yep. It is by London rapper Che Lingo, Mm -hmm. who just signed to a thing I just learned about, which is Idris Elba's record label. What? Yep. (laughs) That is a thing. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. His record label is called Seven Wallace, for reasons I don't really know. Seven Wallets? Wallace. Like W A L L A C E. So yeah, Idris Elba's record label, the rappers from London, his name is Che Lingo, and this song is called My Block. Working patience. All now, mumsy swiping bailiffs. They ain't even got no. 
That was Che Lingo with My Block. And I want to give a shout out to NME's Spotify playlist, New Bangers, because that's where I heard it. Nice. If you're looking for a Spotify playlist with a varied group of new songs, NME's New Bangers. Beautiful. Yeah. Well, let me let me uh, then give a shout out to Pitchfork's best new music email Ooh. Uh, that alerted me to uh, this band called Big Thief, who are great. And yeah, New York, America. Um, <laughs> this track is called UFOF, which I am told by Wikipedia stands for UFO, unidentified flying object friend hmm. um so i'm just hoping they are into the x-files oh um, yeah I love, I love this song i think it's great and that's that's pretty much all i got it's just like here's a great song and mm-hmm. also dear listeners um jamie and i both chose tracks by this band totally independently so yes that is how empatico your co-hosts are yes podcast Radio Craft Revival. Um, <laughs> yeah, UFOF by Big Thief. 
And so rounding out Clea's list of song choices, that was Big Thief from Brooklyn, New York, United States of America with their beautiful track, UFOF. Hope you like that. It was lovely. Oh. Yeah. I, uh, I really like, I think they put out two albums last year and both of them are good. What the heck? I yeah. had no albums last year and both are bad. Well, I mean, you did put out a bunch of great podcasts last year. This is true. <laughs> but now, sadly, we're at our final song. Oh, speaking of putting out great, great, great podcasts, <laughs> how will you finish this particular great podcast, my friend? I am going to play an experimental electronica song. Nice. Yeah. Uh, it is by a composer named Holly Herndon, who I believe is American, but I'm not 100% sure. And I don't really have any good way to introduce this song, except to say the first time I heard it, it totally blew my mind. So this is Holly Herndon, and the song is called Frontier.
That was Holly Herndon. The song is called Frontier. Correction, Holly Herndon is from Berlin, not America. Love that. Thank you. That was beautiful. That also reminded me of a, um, I think another Norwegian band that I like a lot, or a lady named Mercure, hmm. M-Y-R-A-U-R, uh, who is worth checking out. She is a black metal folky and in the same vein as this lady, so... Ooh, I'm definitely gonna have to check that out. Free recommendation, not song playing, but um, <laughs> I have Radio Clash Revival listeners slash Radio Clash Revival co-host. Next time. Next time. Yeah. And so that brings us to the end of the cast. Yes. Thank you, as always, for bringing so much lovely music for me to listen and your book recommendation. Likewise, my friend. Always a super delight. Yes. And thank you so much for listening. We are Radio Clash Revival. We are on SoundCloud and all respectable podcast things, except Spotify, which is really hard to get your podcast listed on. <laughs> so, but like iTunes, other platforms whose names escape me right now, we are there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. SoundCloud. Yep. Also, we have a Twitter account. We do. We do. We need to get back on that. We should probably use it more than we do. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah. So thank you everybody for listening. Thank you, Clea, for being my co-host. Thank you. Hope everybody has a great, great whatever you're doing right now. Yep. March break, maybe, if you're a teacher or a student or have recently quit your job. Like, Yeah. 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 Dreams. Extremely jealous over here. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in, listeners. We will talk to you very soon. I already, spoiler alert, I already have my list ready for the next episode. Not joking. It's 100% Canadian. Tune back in soon, please. And I will play another lesbian love song next time. All right. Oh, my God. Good night, everyone. Bye.